So I, I just finished out brushing my teeth. Yeah, I know TMI, you know, I'm that girl. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing right now at every moment of my life. <laughs> but I say this because today's show is about dental care and getting older. And what are some of the tell signs that your teeth are looking crappy? <laughs> I mean, yellow, they smell, you know, your breath smells. Gingivitis, yeah, that, uh, you know, why you really should pay attention to the condition of your teeth as you get older, because it really does tell people how old you are. You may not think it, but looking or having bad teeth or having a bad dental game can make you look cray and can make you look older. If that's your mission, you know, flame on. But I am not that girl. I want my teeth to look as good as they can. Now, I, I will say this. I do know I need braces. I didn't have an embrace them. I, you know, maybe one day I will and, you know, maybe I won't. But have you noticed a lot of people as they're getting older are getting uh, braces? Yeah, that's a fact. So I'm going to be talking with Dr. Conley. Dr. Conley has been my dentist for quite some time. And ladies, he is good looking. <laughs> throwing that out there. Yeah, I'm that girl. But he's a wonderful dentist. I did throw that out there. Uh, you know, forget it. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk all things about dental care. All things about what you need to be doing with your dental game. And you know what I always say. <laughs> oh my God. It starts now. Welcome back. We are joined today by one of my favorite dentists. He is my dentist also. And I really wanted to talk to Dr. Connolly about what we are dealing with when we get older and some of the signs of aging and, and some of the things that a lot of us really need to start doing when we get older. Dr. Connolly, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So what are some of the uh, dental conditions associated with aging? Well, one of the, one of the main things that, uh, that I see in my office uh, for my mature patients is, uh, is dry mouth. Um, mm. With people who are taking a lot of medications or, or maybe taking um, you know, more medications than they were taking in their younger days, mm -hmm. um, a lot of those medications do have a, a side effect of, of having dry mouth. And so patients will come in and complaining that they're, uh, you know, they, they just have to drink a lot of water during the day or uh, they wake up during the night because their mouth is really dry. Um, so that's one of the biggest things. Um, but then that also leads to uh, more cavities um, on the sides of the teeth by the gums um, because of, of, of the dry mouth. Um, so, so those those two things are, are really big. So more cavities um, as you get older. But a lot of times it's because of having a dry mouth. So dry mouth, that comes with aging or that just comes from you're not drinking enough water, um, that you're drinking too much coffee, you're drinking too much martinis. I mean, what which one? Is, I mean, <laughs> is that just associated with just I, did, I had no idea. It can it can be uh, uh, something that's accompanied with age. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times these days, it's accompanied by uh, the use of more medications. So people are on high blood pressure yeah, medications, right. cholesterol medications, diabetes medications. And so 
a lot of the side, you know, when you, you hear the commercials and, and they list the side effects and they read them off real fast. Well, dry mouth is a side effect of a lot of medications. So wow. um, that is a, a very prevalent thing. But then also, too, your um, you, the salivary ducts in your mouth um, in some people do secrete less uh, saliva as you get older anyway. So if you right. combine that less less salivary secretion and then you have more medications, that combination can be kind of uh, crucial. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know that, you know, they're always saying that, you know, the teeth, if you don't take care of your teeth, it can lead to other things that we had no idea that taking care of your dental situation can also reflect on something else. And I do know that, you know, there's such things as oral cancer, or sometimes I, I think I read something about, uh, you know, bad dental health can, re, uh, can, can be associated with heart disease and all kinds of other things that we had no idea that having, you know, not to mention that nobody wants to see you looking crazy with bad teeth. I mean, that is, I'm telling you, Dr. Conley, when I see a guy... <laughs> And he comes with me, start grinning in my face, and he has bad teeth. I'm like, oh, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. That can be a definite turnoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Baker-like mm-hmm. teeth. I, you know, I, I got so many concerns. But doesn't, that, doesn't bad dental health have other side effects as far as your, your, your actual health? Yes, yes. So you know, one of the things that, that uh, I learned early on in my dental career is that the, the, the mouth is the gateway to your body. So, um, and, and if you think of it that way, um, you may, you know, think a, a little bit more about things that you put in your, <laughs> in your mouth. Um, <laughs> um, but, but our mouths harbor a lot of bacteria. Um, so everybody has tons of bacteria in their mouth, um, mm. but everybody doesn't have the same types of bacteria. Um, right. So there's, there's bacteria that causes gum disease, the bacteria that causes cavities, um, ba- bacteria that causes bad breath. Um, but um, these bacteria that are in your mouth don't just stay in your mouth. They, they are able to course through your whole body. So uh, two of the biggest correlations that we've seen with uh, people who have uh, poor oral health or, or gum disease um, is a prevalence of diabetes um, and also heart disease. So if you, if you have either one of those conditions and you have poor oral health, um, those conditions can be exacerbated. So if you have uncontrolled diabetes and poor oral health, then your diabetes is going to get worse. Um, oh same thing God. with heart, heart disease. Yeah. Um, and vice versa. So there's definitely correlation between poor oral health and, and some systemic diseases, but those are the, the two primary ones um, that, are, that have been studied and researched. So I, I know that um, a lot of people now are, you know, when you start losing your teeth or whatever, and, they're embracing, uh, I, I believe it's uh, in, implants. Mm-hmm. Painful, I'm sure. Costly, I definitely, I'm sure of. But who is a candidate for that? I mean, do somebody just come in and go, okay, I lost my front teeth, yank them all out, I want a, a perfect smile. I mean, how do you, how do you approach that with people, that, or, or, or that versus dentures? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so implants can be used as, as single tooth replacements. Um, they can be used as multiple teeth replacements, or, I mean, they can also be used to replace all the teeth. Um, oh. so, so they have a, 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 a great amount of uses. Um, and then there's also 
so you can combine implants to support dentures or you can you can have implants um, just replacing individual teeth to replace all of the teeth. Mm. But um, obviously, if you if you're replacing individual teeth with implants, that's more implants and that's more money. Um, so there's there's different levels to to the cost. So you can medic you can mitigate the cost by, you know, either having something that's implant supported that you can still take in and out, but still right. function functions like natural teeth, um, or you can have something that does not come in and out. That, uh, but that's going to be more costly for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are people still embracing gold teeth? Let's just get real. <laughs> <laughs> Every now, you, you know what? I, I just I just had a a, a, a gentleman who is uh, he's got to be sixty. Oh, he, he's over he's over sixty, and I and I did a dental implant on him for his front tooth, mm. and uh, you know, so I was getting ready to take the the shade, the color for his teeth, and he said, "Oh no, I want a gold one." Oh, and I I, I had to step back a little bit. I said, "You want a gold mm. tooth up front?" And he said, "Yes, mm. I do." And I said, okay. And that was, that was uh, the end of 2022. So, yes, there's, there's still some people who are uh, holding on to the gold teeth. There's still some cat daddies out there that still uh, oh, think yeah. that that, how you doing? with your gold teeth. I didn't ask how you look. I asked how you doing. Oh, my Absolutely. God. They are still putting gold in their mouth and in the front. Okay. You know what? Mm. I, I didn't know that that was still uh, a thing where people are still embracing that, but uh, you, uh, yeah, you, you got me going here. Uh, <laughs> how how often should we see you, doctor? I mean, how often do we need to go to the dentist to keep our dental health good? Yeah, yeah. So, so generally speaking, we recommend every six months for somebody who has. Um, uh, good oral health and you know not much going on mm-hmm. um, you could potentially stretch it out to a year if you fall into that category um, so six months to a year if you do have gum disease sometimes we like to see you every three to four months just because um, if you do have gum disease your bacteria is more active and we 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 have to just be a little more aggressive at maintaining uh, the situation in your mouth so that it doesn't progress into something that's that's uh un- unfixable well, that's more costly to fix I'll say. right right yeah, so, so generally speaking every six six months to a year is, is ideal you know i've noticed a lot of older people are getting braces yes 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 i i i think <laughs> i'm amazed it's, it's funny you say that i i, I think but you know part of it is that um and, and i've noticed this you know older people now are, are not as old as older people were when i was younger you know? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> um, so they may be, you know, older in age, but they're still young at heart. Um, and so if you combine that um, with more uh, expendable income, they're, they're, they're looking to, you know, they're taking, pe- taking care of people all their lives. And now they're like, oh, well, I'm going to take care of myself. Yeah. And part of that is, um, you know, straightening my teeth and, and looking good. So, and the braces yes, are that is, so that much become different. very prevalent. The braces are so much different now. I mean, they're not like, you know, when I was growing up, they looked like railroad tracks. I mean, now you got stuff that you don't <laughs> even know they're on their teeth. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a, lot of, a lot of different options now, for sure. You can have the, uh, the clear aligners that, um, that you can barely see that they're on your teeth. Um, mm-hmm. You can get the, uh, the, the, the porcelain uh, braces that um, at a speaking distance, you normally won't even notice them too much. You, you have to be kind of be really up on somebody's mouth to, to kind of see that they're there. But yes, there's a lot of different options now. Oh my God! Um, what causes 
and, and you know, and, and I know you know what I do for a living besides doing this podcast, but I am in someone, I'm in people's faces all the time, as, as you are. But what causes bad breath? Because that halitosis, <laughs> ooh, some yeah, people just, it's a real just, thing. It's a real thing. And I mean, if it's so bad that you can smell it through a mask, what are people not doing that they need to start doing to get rid of that smell? Because that's, that's pretty, Oof. Yeah, yeah. Well, probably the, the I would say probably the number one cause for for bad breath that that I've seen is uh is gum disease, un- untreated mm. gum disease. Mm. Um, because remember I said that um you know everybody has bacteria in their right, mouth, right, right, and the bacteria that 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 causes gum disease has a very distinct odor. You know, I I. I I can I can recognize it pretty quickly, you know, <laughs> um, and it can be very pungent. Um, wow! So, uh, yeah, so gum disease is is a is a big one, and then also uh, tobacco. Uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. people smoke. Um, you know that that can um, that can cause a, a distinct distinct odor also um, do you tell your pay like if you you come in you know you come into your situation and you you know you, you see someone and you smell that do you tell them that do you say hey you got you live in file you're you're you got a little gum disease going on because i can smell it through my mask i mean do you tell people that so um because <laughs> <laughs> you're so I, nice I, I... you're so nice oh my god people <laughs> He's so good looking. He's so nice. And I just can't even imagine. I wonder how you approach that. Yeah. So if I, if I notice somebody has, has bad breath them about it um, in a non-confrontational way. Um, <laughs> so, 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 yes, I will get to it. Uh, but, I, but I won't blast them, you know, to make them feel uncomfortable. Because you know, I, I want people to, to be comfortable, you know, when they come to the office. And then uh, just let them know I can help them, you know. But yes, <laughs> I, I will bring it up. <laughs> yes, I, I just wonder how sure. you would do that. Because like I said, you're so nice. And I just wonder how you, like, um, do you, ex- you know, are you experiencing any, like, um, people telling you that uh, you live in foul, that your mouth smells crow? Cro- I mean, how do you, because I, so- you know, I like to know how to say it to somebody. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I'll do, so a lot of times when people have um, um, uh, very, you know, moderate or severe gum disease, they'll have uh, tartar on their teeth. We call it calculus in, in the dental industry. Uh, right. But the tartar will be, uh, you know, yellow in color um, and very hard. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what I'll do in my office is that I'll, you know, I'll get a mirror and say, you know, and point out the tartar on their teeth and let oh. them know that the tartar harbors a lot of bacteria. And many times this can cause bad breath. And then they'll say, oh, you know what? I've noticed that my, I, you know, I have a little odor. Somewhere. So they'll kind of reveal it to me if they don't okay, initially, right, you know? Right. So, uh, so yeah, I won't just come out and tell them, man, your, your breath is humming. You know, <laughs> I, I won't, I won't do that, but I, I definitely will kind of get to it in a, in a roundabout way just so we can, you know, broach that topic. And, and, and so they can see value in actually treating um, the disease, you know? Right, um, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you recommend teeth whitening? 
Um, I I do, um, and I've seen I've seen a lot of um, um, older patients starting to 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 whiten their teeth more. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because over the years, our teeth just naturally stain. You know, you, you get all those accumulated years of of coffee and tea mm-hmm. and, and red wine. Right. Um, that's that stuff adds up. Um, yeah. And so it, it's definitely um, now um, a lot better than it was. Like when I when I first got into dentistry, there was a lot of um, uh, tooth and gum sensitivity that was mm-hmm. associated with teeth whitening procedures. Um, but now there's there's options that are um, even the strongest solutions we, we use are um, we're, we're able to kind of uh, mitigate some of that sensitivity um, with the treatment. So it, it's definitely an avenue to get whiter teeth and you can get a stark uh, result for sure. So I, lo- I love the Crest whitening strips. I mean, I've, I have used those. Mm-hmm. But I know that you guys probably do a more aggressive or more, you know, stronger procedure with the teeth whitening. But I do like the Crest whitening strips. Right. Yeah. And, and t- the Crest whitening strips are, are, are good. They work for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're not as strong as, right. as, as the solutions you can get in the dental office. And I think that's by design. So people don't um, sue Crest if, they, <laughs> if, if, if something happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the, so, the, so the, the active agent in... Uh, and Crest white strips and some of the other uh, over-the-counter uh, whitening agents is not as strong as you can get, um, you know, from a dental office. Um, so some people find great value in those, and other people say, "Oh, it doesn't work." But you, right. you got to look at you got to look at the palette you're painting on, you know. So if your teeth are, are really dingy, you know, you're not going to whiten them a whole bunch with something over-the-counter. So uh, my last question, because I know um, our time is running out, but what are some of the new technologies that can help those? because I'm one of those people who was still squeamish about going to see the dentist. I mean, I, you know, I will say this about your office and I'm, you know, plugging, but last time I came there, I had to get, um, you weren't there. And I'm very comfortable with Dr. Conley giving me shots because he knows how to do it. I, I never feel it. And, and it took a minute for me to get over that fear, but I went there the last time and um, your, your other doctor was there. She was very good, but they, came in and held my hand. I have never, never experienced that in my life. I mean, they were so sweet and they, cause I just started getting real nervous or whatever. And mm-hmm. I am not by myself. And I think that's probably why a lot of people don't go to the dentist It's because of the needle. But I know there are new technologies that you can, you can do that can alleviate all that anxiety aside from Valium and, and possibly weed. But um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah. Um, what do you What do you do? I mean, is there something that you can like give to people to to calm them down? Yeah. So so one of the, one of the biggest in, in things that I'll go to before I get to technologies is I feel like this generation of dentists is a little more caring, and our right. chair side manner has gotten better. Yeah. Um, so I think that does a lot to allay people's fears. It's like when you actually talk to people and, and try to you know figure out why they're fearful. And, and try to minimize that by, you know, uh, not doing the things that they're scared of mm-hmm. or taking care to warn them about things or, you know, just just caring. You know, that's that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that helps a lot. Um, but as far as um, technologies, um, there are some technologies that are that have come about that um, actually allow you to do some procedures without anesthesia that you had to use anesthesia in the past. Um, oh. Lasers. Um, in dentistry um, have allowed for some some procedures. You can do some fillings with lasers. You can do some wow. soft tissue uh, procedures with lasers. 
um, and you don't have to get numb for those. Um, so that works pretty good. Um, uh, air abrasion is, is another thing. Um, it's, it's similar to lasers, but it's, it's actually a, you're shooting out uh, high pressured um, air with um, rough particles that can actually um, remove decay from teeth. Um, and a lot of times that can be done also without numbing. Wow. Um, yeah. So, so there's, there's a few different things that, that, are, that have been developed. Um, and they've also developed, it's, it's more used in Europe and kind of moving to the United States. There is an anesthesia that you can use um, kind of like a nasal um, spray. Wow. Um, that numbs uh, some of the teeth on the, the top, the upper arch. Um, so you can do fillings on, um, on some of those teeth on the top. So, wow. so we're trying to make progress. <laughs> no, yeah. And, 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 and you're absolutely right about the whole bedside or, you know, this generation where, you know, um, I, I think I don't even know if I ever told you this story and I'm going to make it like 10 seconds. But when I was a kid, we had a dentist that never used anesthesia and it was a trip. Mm. So. And his, you know, mm -hmm. it, it was just that that was my scare thing because he was just going in there. And then I'm like, mom, he literally is doing some stuff without giving us a shot. So. Uh, Dr. Conley, <laughs> it has been such a pleasure talking with you. Are you taking new patients? Oh, yes, always. always okay, well, give sure. us your information. Tell us where you are, where you're at. So I'm uh, located in, in Bowie, Maryland. Um, people can reach me at StaffordConleyDDS.com. That's S-T-A-F-F-O-R-D-C-O-N-L-E-Y-D-D-S.com. Um yeah, so all the information is on the website. And, uh, we, we do have Facebook um, and uh, Instagram. Then um, that information on the website also. So feel free to reach out. You can schedule an appointment online or give us a call. And uh, we'd love to have you. And I am going to include all that information in the show notes for uh, Dr. Conley. It has been such a pleasure talking with you about the mouth, the dentist, all that good, <laughs> all that good stuff. I appreciate you inviting me. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Juanita. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please give it a five stars or thumbs up. And if you want to be a part of It Starts Now as a guest or as a sponsor, because we would love to have you, please let us know. And we will try to get an episode out once a week. I love doing this. I love spreading the word about what's going on in my life and what's going on with the changes as we get older because it does start now. So like us, love us, sponsor us. We would love to have you. Until next week. <laughs> <laughs>